Welcome to the Unlucky Frog Gaming Podcast. You are joined by your two usual hosts here. We've got Tom Mannering. Hello. And myself, Josh Hartley. How are we doing this week, Tom? I don't want to oh, do this. <laughs> no, no, come on. Okay. Come I'm on, fine. we are professionals. Okay. I'm, we we I'm, have to do this. I'm great. I'm good. Thank you. It's a pleasure yeah. to be here. This is, this is how I want to spend my Thursday night. How has your last fortnight been? Given that, given that we had we didn't record last week. Yeah, it's been all right actually. In fairness, um, bit, bit busy. Uh, mm-hmm. You you know uh, that I've been uh, been selling some stuff, so I've been busy with uh, with packaging and, and selling and uh, all that comes with eBay yes. uh, in this modern age of transactions do you know mini- miniatures are such a <laughs> bastard to sell um because you you know i don't I, to give a bit of context uh i'm i'm sell i've been selling off some of my older models that i just don't use anymore mm-hmm. for, for warmer and necromunder and things like that mm-hmm. having a bit of a clear out to make really to make space for the the newer stuff that i've i've, I've either got or, or will be getting in the future yeah. so uh I, i've been selling off some older stuff and it some of it's actually been quite like I don't want to say emotionally challenging to sell off, but it's stuff that like you know I've had for a very long time. You've got that bit of kind of a connection to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's like my my Space Marine army. As much as I I I beat on Space Marines nowadays, uh, you know, it was one of my first properly fully sort of built up and largely painted armies. Mm-hmm. If I think it was the first time I'd ever like painted a a, a proper army, um, a lot of it wasn't painted, but but a good enough size of it was. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't play Space Marines anymore. You know the 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 Space Marines that I played are really not part of it anymore. You know the kind mm-hmm. of Primaris stuff has taken over. So decided to kind of clear that out and sell that off. The problem is when you're selling off miniatures, especially in uh, apologies for my phone vibrating there. If you heard that, uh, in <laughs> unacceptable, Tom. In unacceptable. Uh, <laughs> you we were recording. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> In uh, in any sort of large quantity, when you when you're selling off miniatures, um, you've got to be careful, right? Because you, you you're putting them in the post. You don't want them getting knackered. So, like you're you're wrapping them in tissue. You're wrapping them in bubble wrap. You know, you're padding things out, and it's such a palaver. Like yeah. you know, like you've got to get the boxes for it. So I've, I sold like quite a lot of ten man units, like the kill teams and stuff that I got when I was buying all the kill team stuff. I bought a lot of it for the terrain and the rules, but you got teams that mm-hmm. I just wasn't going to use, but I kept in case I did. But now I'm like, right, I'm going to clear these out. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm trying to find boxes to fit these 10-man units, and I just don't have the boxes. And yeah. for the money I'm selling them for, to, to buy a box to put them in is like half the price I'm selling the unit for. Like it's The charge for boxes is daft. So I, I'm making boxes. Like I've got mm-hmm. card... And I've got other. I've got bigger boxes, so I'm, I'm having crafting sessions to build appropriately oh, wow. sized boxes to <laughs> the put length, these things in. The lengths you'll go to, not to spend a certain amount of money. Uh, I'm thrifty, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I've spent the past few days have been uh, been a lot of sort of uh, crafts 
arts and crafts in in <laughs> Tom's living room while I watch Mad Men in the background. Uh, so it's that's been that's been fun. It's been something different. So I've got the last one to do tonight after I record this, which is my Space Marine army, which I'm dreading. Yeah, it will be fine, and then it'll be done, and it's all good. And then I can deal with the surly woman at the post office again. Yes. So yeah, uh, but no, other than that, it's fine. How about yourself? Yeah, uh, great. Uh, my past fortnight has been dominated by the fact that I've uh, acquired a dog. <laughs> so I've been, uh, he's an ex racing greyhound called Red. He's three years old. He's uh, napping on one of his many beds right next to me here uh, currently. And he's awesome. Um, but just been spending time getting him settled. And I actually took this week off just so I could, you know, spend a proper amount of time with him and get a bit him of paternity in, leave. Yeah, get him get him into get him into a routine, you know. Sure. That uh, you're then gonna break because you'll be working. Well I won't because I was mimicking my working day by oh, being okay. at my computer. So very responsible. There like we it. go. So were you playing Warhammer? <laughs> Um, amongst other things, yeah. yeah. It's actually, I actually played uh, Civilization Four for the first time in years. Oh, okay. uh, so that, that's been kind of fun uh, playing through that. Yeah, what that was. Been... Go ahead. Sorry. No, no. After you. What I should have been doing was painting some miniatures, but I just haven't had the impetus at all. I've got like a bunch of Necrons that I've started, but I just right. need to finish now. Uh, and I, I, I will do something tomorrow. I'll do that tomorrow. Okay. That's what I'll do. Okay, fair enough. You, you tell yourself that, mate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that for for a bit of context, uh, that is why we didn't have an episode uh, last week. Uh, yes. Josh was 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 being a responsible adult uh, mm-hmm. for the first time in his life. Uh, <laughs> first time for everything. Uh, so yeah, that, but we're back now, uh, and we've got some really exciting stuff to talk about. He said through gritted teeth. Come on, right? No, do this properly. How, what, what, what do you want me to say? <laughs> I, I have no interest in Horace Heresy, and you're going to make me talk about it. We are going to talk about Horace Heresy. So, amongst other things, because it was Warhammer Fest last weekend, and we got uh, reveals for a, a metric, um, a metric f- ton of stuff. And, How uh, professional, Josh. <laughs> I'll bleep it out, it's fine. Um, and... Uh, uh, Amongst which, and I think it's fair to say this was their main focus because it is the big release of the summer for Games Workshop is Warhammer the Horus Heresy. So um, we've discussed it previously. It's a game that doesn't particularly appeal to either of us, if we're being honest. Mm -hmm. Um, For you, it's because it's all Space Marines and that's it, pretty much. Well, it's not just that. It just... it's the crowd it attracts as well, historically. And I'm, I'm not beating on every... This is a sweeping generalisation. It sounds like you're about to beat on this. No, 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 no. People no. play this game. No, I, I am... It's like it's like people who like My Little Pony, right? There is a, sure. there, there are some people who like My Little Pony and I have no, I take no issue with them, right? That's They just they enjoy a show, you know, for whatever reason, whether it's the animation style, whether it's the content, the storyline, whatever, and they just enjoy it. In, in the privacy of their own home, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And then you have people that get weird with it, right? Mm-hmm. And and it's a very similar situation because you've got basically... There are some people that play Horus Heresy and they maybe play the other games as well and maybe they don't. And they're just hobbyists and that's fine. And I'm, you know, double thumbs up, all for that. More people in the hobby, good thing. 
you got people who are just dicks about it. Like, and they're they're real hobby snobs mm-hmm. about you know that it's that's the real the real game. That's where you know proper gamers go, proper proper fans go. And and I, I I'm not alone in this opinion. Like I know other people who share very similar similar or variants of this opinion that it just seems sure. to attract a certain element. Do you think that's driven by the fact that the rule set is a tweaked version, albeit, but it is basically the previous edition of uh, a previous editions of forty k, sort of like the third through to seventh edition. Yeah, I think it's probably I think it's probably like a twofold thing because I think maybe threefold because you've got essentially. On the one hand, you've got the fact that it, it kind of utilizes older v- versions of the rules, mm. and you have these people who kind of you know stick to that. Oh, fifth edition was the best, third edition was the best, whatever it is, you yeah. know, edition was the best. So I think that certainly factors into it. I think you've got the fact that it's that like it's slightly more niche, so it's that kind of hipster thing, you know. Right. That it, you know, you you have to be a little bit more into the hobby to be kind of indoctrinated into. Yeah into it. and I, I genuinely think as well because for the longest time it was m- more expensive like yeah. to, to properly play it because you were largely getting forge world stuff yeah so that that sort of created a, a, an element of snobbery and elitism as well you know because you were you were playing with a real army you know you've really you've really spent money because you're normal 40k player pay, pays peanuts right like yeah. you know such a cheap hobby <laughs> So do you not think that the dynamic of that crowd might change given that this is clearly going to be a big push from Games Workshop in the summer and that a lot of this range is... Certainly this these this new wave of models is all going to be in plastic and therefore priced similarly to regular 40k and Age of Sigmar. I see what you're doing. You're trying to get me to be positive about this <laughs> and I refuse. <laughs> I see through the charade, Mr. Hartley. Um... Possibly, and and if yeah. it does, great. But what I suspect will probably happen is it's just going to subject good, honest hobbyists more to these dickheads. <laughs> <laughs> fair, okay, fair. I think mean, like my my, I've got two thoughts uh, or observations rather about this. Right, first of all, um, the starter set is actually um, not unique because we've had a previous plastic starter set for Horus Heresy but it's different to most of the starter sets that they do in that because it's all space marines you kind of have a choice right you know normally you would have let's take uh, the current starter set for 40k which is space marines versus necrons Mm -hmm. right so when you get that you've got one of two choices right you you split the box with a friend or you three choices you sell one half of it or you just collect both armies Mm -hmm. Um, which is the choice I chose. <laughs> or you do that thing where two people buy a box and you swap the the bits that you don't ah, you don't yeah, want. Yeah. So you end up with two groups of Space Marines. But with the Horus Heresy, with it all being Space Marines, you actually have the choice of, well, I'll just hoard all of these models for myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I thought that was neat. The other neat thing is they've scaled these uh, Firstborn Marines up to be more like uh, True Scale Marines. So they're not the dinky sort of space marines from previous years mm-hmm. these stand up more how uh, firstborn marines are supposed to stand next to like the new primaris stuff so i think i think you'll have a fair number of people maybe grabbing uh, some of these kits 
so that they've got like a true scale firstborn marine army for regular 40k. Yeah, maybe. Um, maybe. And they've all got the beaky helmets, which I kind of like as well. I, I mean, I love beakies. Beakies were my, my favourite type of marines. I Back before you could even get uh, the, the heresy stuff in any kind of uh, common, common, you know, factor, I remember getting trading with my friends who also had space marines for beaky helmets. You know, yes. I'd, I'd be trading like two helmets for one beaky uh, to make a unit of so, beaky marines. Good, is that the going rate? Yeah, you know, it's like two, two for one on uh, on beakies. Uh, so I, I do like that aspect of it. And, you know, if, if I'm going to take any kind of positive aspect, I do think some of the heresy stuff is really nice, uh, sort of artistically and, uh, mm. you know, design-wise. I just just not excited about it, Josh. It's just... Yeah, it's fine. It's just not... I think the 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 funny the the thing with like games it's similar to Magic the Gathering as well actually it's like with Games Workshop releases you're not supposed to like everything it is impossible you'd be bankrupt for a start do you um, do you not think though right and I've seen this with other things as well and I'm curious what your thought is on it do you not think you liquidate the player pool more and more with each game that you bring out. Maybe. Uh, I mean, there was talk in the Magic the Gathering community about release fatigue. Like, there's like there's just so much stuff for Magic the Gathering getting released. Yeah. Like, currently, that people have stopped caring. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I, I gen- the, the way I genuinely approach it is, like, I pick and choose the stuff that I'm interested in. For sure. me, like, it's, it's very much, like, 40k I'll keep tabs on. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know... Uh, I've, I've got plenty of models to be cracking on with without me needing to buy more <laughs> at the moment. So, um, so that's it. But I think um, I do what I do think Games Workshop and Wizards of the Coast do is they do employ uh, fear of missing out a oh, lot, yeah. um, and which I, they're companies. They're there to make money, so they're gonna they're gonna you know they're gonna do what they're gonna do right uh, to drive sales, but. It does. Uh, it, it's it's not a good thing. No, it, it's something that like I I thought Games Workshop might move away from because we did see sort of a ramp of it, and I so, thought we saw it could become completely undone with uh, Warhammer Quest yeah. City <laughs> last yeah. year, and um, I, I kind of want them to move away from it. It's nice to just have a stable line, you know, of just things mm-hmm. that if you want it, it's going to be there, you know. And I've nothing against the things, you know, dropping off production, you know, after several years of availability. Yeah. You know, you can't have everything forever. That's fair enough. But but you have this thing so much with Games Workshop where they go, here's this box, it's only available for like two two or three months, you know, if, if that, uh, and then it's going to be gone. And, and I don't like that kind of stuff because it's, especially with a hobby like Games Workshop, it is expensive. And, you know, you can't just drop... Two two hundred quid whimsically, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. There's a lot of people out there, uh, myself included, who can't just be like, uh, "I'm just going to go and drop two hundred quid today," because because uh, Games Workshop have randomly released this thing that I like. Yeah, you know, it's just not viable, um, and and that's detrimental. Uh, but I suppose the the thing that goes to to Horace Harris's benefit, mm. I imagine it will be fairly compatible with forty k. Like the marine stuff will will be playable alongside your oh, yeah. stuff. So, you know, in that degree, I suppose, while I am a bit concerned about player pool uh, diluting, you do have 
the fact that anyone who has like a Horace Heresy army could probably get it into a position where they could play it against someone in in 40k as well. I, I did I did briefly think for a bit because I've got a Blood Angels army for 40k and I did think I could get the starter set for Horus Heresy and have them painted up so that I've got like a bunch of firstborn marine stuff for my army but it's like nah come on man. <laughs> so I, I I I will be honest uh mm. at this moment in time I bought the Horus Heresy set that came out before the plastic one. Oh right! Uh, I did actually buy that. Uh, I bought it. Uh, I bought it more for the uh, the fluff than the actual right. game. Uh, but I was going to paint all those miniatures up as uh, Death Guard, like right. classic Heresy Death Guard, and then get the uh, the Death Guard Typhus as well. This was when I was yes. like really big into my Nurgle army uh, to go alongside it. Um, never happened, and I ended up selling it off uh, a little bit down the line. Um, because I just wasn't, I wasn't excited about it by the time you yeah. know, I kind of got to thinking about it and I was practicing a few, few schemes for Death Guard and stuff. And I was like, Do you know what? This isn't, it's not actually what I like about Nurgle. Like I, I like the, the plaguiness. Yeah. Um, not the, not the, the, you know, the, the, the 10,000 year old law. Although that's cool. You know, it's just not. Trench fighters, right? That's what they were known yeah. as. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just I don't know. It's there is some good stuff in Warhammer Fest. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and be more positive. We're well, we're gonna move on. Yeah, let's let's do now. that because because that is more exciting. Yeah, well, we've got uh, more details about the upcoming uh, Chaos Space Marines. Uh, uh, a bunch of new models revealed, including like new cultist models, which look really cool. I think am I right in saying it looks like you'll you'll be able to field an entire army of cultists. Yeah, than, and have no power armor marines in there at all. So this is this is something that I am excited about. Uh, from that came out of Warhammer Fest. So I had back in the day. I still have it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a a Nurgle cultist and zombie army that had yeah. no. The only marine it had in it was Typhus because at that point in time you needed him to have the zombies. Sure. Uh, which you can't do anymore. They're they're now the plague dudes i can't remember the name plague bearers is it no not plague bearers what are they called the diseased guys in nurgle po- uh pox walkers pox walkers that's the one uh I'll keep you right don't worry it's good it's good um so yeah like uh i, I had a uh i then made it into a pox walker army but you can't do that anymore because you have to have mm-hmm. for every cultist or pox walker unit you have to have a unit of chaos uh, nurgle space yes. marines which, which is, is irritating just, for no real reason yeah just just really annoying so what this looks like it might do and i'm really hoping it does is it will open up the possibility that of having a chaos cultist army now that might mean i can't have death guard cultists in so many words you know nurgle cultists mm-hmm. i don't know exactly what it's going to look like but i'll at least be able to use that wide range of of cultist models i've accumulated across yeah both my my uh, Death Guard cultist army and my Blackstone Fortress uh, collection mm-hmm. to actually field a cult army, so that would be really cool. And and they've also released Traitor Guard in Kill Team as well. Yeah. So a lot of Chaos infantry uh, that isn't Marine stuff, which I'm really excited about because the Marine stuff is the part I'm least interested in when it comes to Chaos. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm just looking at some of the, the minis now. Is that... Um, yeah, they've got a couple of the dudes from Blackstone Fortress in that kill team box, haven't they? Yeah, they've got the Commander and I think the Ogrins there as well. Yeah. And then it looks like... I'm not sure if it's conversion kits or slight re-sculpts. There's some, some minis that have appeared in other sets, but they look slightly different, like some head swaps. Yeah. So I'm not sure how that's manifesting on the sprues and things, but mm-hmm. be interested to see what comes out. And and I will say, like, I'm not interested in second edition Kill Team. Like, I, I bought all the first edition stuff, and I've kept all my rules yeah. for that. Uh, but I will say the the box set that they, they brought out is a really nice-looking uh, box set for oh, Kill it's Team. It's got some really cool-looking terrain in it's as got well. Some like, lovely got some lovely terrain in it, yeah. Big radar uh, building there. That's yeah. That's awesome. I approve. Yeah. I heartily approve. Um, and that's what so Kill Team think, did well. Yeah. Do you think you'll pick up any of the new cultists then? Or have you have you got plenty already? I probably I probably will pick up stuff that I don't have. Uh, mm-hmm. So if like there's a HQ and things, I'll probably there is there, there definitely is yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I said that knowing there is. I don't know why I said it like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I will pick up the the HQ, uh, and I'll probably pick up you know if there's there's any models that I don't already have. I have a lot of the new cultist sculpts because I got the Blackstone Fortress stuff. Yeah. Um, so most of those appeared in that already, uh, and are on my to paint list, which is still mm-hmm. fairly extensive uh, at the moment. So yeah, I would I would definitely. Uh, look at that because if it means I can get my what I'd like to do is split my Nurgle into my Death Guard and then a Cultist mm. Force potentially yeah you could have a, a, a Cultist Force all with the mark of Nurgle yeah there we are sorted and then, then if, you, if I need and, to I can ally the Death Guard into it yeah and suddenly you have two armies there we go <laughs> it's a good day uh, more 40k adjacent stuff we've got a, a new gang for Necromunda and uh it's more squats. We've got uh, squat miners. Uh, have you have you seen them yet? Yeah, I've seen them. Kind, I don't know why I'm kind, nodding. That doesn't work on a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 we'll we'll go with it. Um, they all look really cool, apart from the helmet. Like I think the helmet makes them look really dumb. <laughs> like I, I really don't want to just be a negative Nelly tonight, but I'm just not that psyched about squats. Like yeah, at all. In general. I just feel like it's ten years too late. You know, it's like. You missed your chance, GW. You missed your chance, and I'm glad to see him back. And for the people that are excited for them, great. That's, yes. that's that's good news. I don't get why they're in Necromunda. Like they're releasing these guys as a as an army, right? They're coming out in 40k. Yes, that's been confirmed. Yes. Why Necromunda has no other armies in it? It has no other factions that actually exist. So, fluff-wise, uh, the squats are considered... They're not considered Xenos, necessarily. They are um, what are called subhumans, much like Rattlings and Ogrins mm-hmm. are as well. So, they, they will look unusual in human society, but people will still look at them as being human. Um, and there are squats already in Necromunda. We've seen the two. No, no, I, no, I get, I get that. Yeah. No, no, you, you, you're, you're misconstruing what I'm saying. Right, okay. What I'm saying is, Necromunda is gang based. Yes. All the gangs have a unique identity. Yes. To their gangs, you know, whether it's Delac, Escher, Goliaths, whatever. Yeah, right? the arbiters. Or, yeah, you know, they all yeah. have their own unique identity, and then you've got squats, which are an army from 40k. And I know they're not called squats, and I know you're about to say something in that line because I can see it on your face. 
But that they're, they're an army. It's like it's like if you just had like Gene Steeler cults as a as a unit in Necromunda. Like you just don't well, need no, like, to. But to be fair, that would make sense. It's not well. about it makes sense. <laughs> it's a it's about the <laughs> it's about the cross pollination of it that I don't understand. Okay, I'm like you you you're kind of taking away from Necromunda's identity that it right, is okay. it's it, it is within the 40k universe but it's this very small but pocket it's, it's of a it. very small pocket of it and it has its own you know the gangs have their own culture their own flavor and then mm-hmm. you've got a, a, a gang which is just a, a microcosm of an army mm-hmm. put in there and and to me it just it just smells of of just commercialism it's just like Oh, we've got this new army. Let's stick them in Necromunda as well, because we could double our money there. And I, mm, I don't like it. <laughs> oh, it annoys me. All right. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to say. <laughs> what do you think of the miniatures? They're fine. Ignore the fact that they're in Necromunda. What What do you think of the miniatures? They're all right. Yeah. I don't. I don't love them to be honest. I, I think they're nice models. Like you know, it's like yeah. it's, it's Games Workshop, right? They're always a high standard. Mm-hmm. And I think they look great, but eh, okay, yeah. you know. And sticking with uh, squats, uh, the 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 squat uh, biker uh, that they've revealed as well. I'm assuming you're equally as nonplussed. Yeah, it's about fine. that. Yeah, cool, <laughs> cool, cool, cool. How do um, you feel about them? You know, you're you're th- you're, you're. I think that. I, I yeah, I, it's not an army that I'm going to collect, okay. right? But I, I I'm kind of stoked that they're bringing back uh, the old space dwarfs. I think it's uh, I think it's it's interesting because the reason why they got discontinued, uh, according to I think it was Jarvis Johnson that said this was they were struggling to find an identity for the squats that wasn't just dwarfs in space. So as opposed to how the Eldar shifted from just being elves in space to having their own sort of unique culture and identity in the the 40k setting, they were struggling to do the same thing. For, and similarly with the orcs as well, the, the orcs definitely just feel a lot more like just orcs being orcs in space. Um, but apparently that was the problem with the squats. Um, so I think it's interesting that they've, or like as they're revealing bits of fluff about the leagues of Votan, um, I think it's interesting to see what direction they've ta- taken it. It definitely sounds influenced by like classic fan- like fantasy dwarfs, but just with a science fiction twist on it, which I think is cool. Um, and yeah, I, I I can appreciate like a bunch of people being excited for this. So um, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing them on the opposite side of the table. Uh, to me, but um, but it's not an army that I'm going to collect personally. It's a very politician answer there, Josh. What? Very Why? proud of yourself. Why? My my <laughs> opponent feels that. No, no, I, I get I get what you're saying. Um, do you know the other thing about it that, that just it, this isn't a squat specific thing? It's the, the renaming just really bugs me. Like you know how they've they've gone through this phase and and it's been going on for years now. It's not a new thing of renaming factions, mm. you know. And and like Squats was quite a cool name. It was quite you know you 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 got a very clear picture in that name of what they were, what they were about. And then it's like this this leagues of Otum or whatever it is, 
I'm just Oten. 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 I just hear it as autumn whenever I hear it. Uh, I'm just. It's. Just, <laughs> it's just. That's not. It doesn't. It's not catchy. It doesn't like roll off the tongue. Mm. It's like Astra Militarum and stuff like that. I'm like Imperial Guard. Imperial yeah. Guard. Called him Imperial Guard. You know. It's. I, I. I don't know. It's. It's almost like it's. I know it, there's a copyright thing going on and stuff, but. It's just. It's. Douchey. <laughs> I mean, like they can name them what they want. Everyone's just going to call them squads. Yeah. Likewise, likewise, as you say, Astra Militar, no, they're Imperial Guard. Yeah. Uh, Adeptus Astartes are Space Marines. So, although I think the Codex is actually called Codex Space Marines. Now, it is again. Yeah. yeah. So you know they they kind of moved away from that. We'll, we'll see. They did confirm a um, quote unquote new faction. For 40k as well, they basically confirmed that uh, Corn Berserkers are going to be missing from the new Codex Chaos Space Marines, and that will be getting a Codex World Eaters, much in the same way that we have Death Guard and Thousand Sons, which um, I, I, is a it, is a shot that like many people called. So it was kind of between them and Thousand, uh, not Thousand Sons, Emperor's Children. Uh, as to who is going to get that treatment this edition, and it's going to be World Eaters. Um, would be nice to see uh, new Corn Berserkers, uh, presumably, and to see what else they do with uh, with World Eaters to make them stand out and be unique, yeah. uh, like like the other two. No, I think that's a fair shout. I think Corn um, <clears throat> as a as a force, in, especially in forty k, has been done dirty for for a good while now. You know, they've kind of been sidelined with just like a couple of units. Uh, whereas the others have had, you know, multiple units, if not a codex as well. Uh, so they do need a bit of love. And it's, I know some people think Korn's a bit basic bitchy because it's just, you know, attack, attack, attack and, and aggression. And yeah. and I don't necessarily disagree with that, but that doesn't mean you can't do cool stuff with it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think I think they can come up with some, some nice stuff. I'd love to see some, some proper corny you know, units coming out as well, some new models. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I'm looking. I, I, I'm going to say it. I'm looking forward to that. Yay! So there there you go. we go. Positivity from Mister Mannering. Um, and uh, the last thing, forty k wise, is we've got a new Demon Prince model, which looks uh, pretty awesome. It's really nice. That was a. I didn't realize how old that existing Plastic Demon Prince kit was. I still uh, like that Plastic Demon Prince kit. It's. It's fine, yeah, but this guy, this guy looks awesome. I mean, he's 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 taken a lot of a lot of his marks from that kit. Oh yeah, you know, it's like, definitely like an update. Yeah, but I do it's cool. I do like the fact that they've added in uh, different heads for each. Yes, each aspect. I think that's a really really good. That that's that's one of these things that you're like, why wouldn't you do that? You know, yeah. Up to this point, so I'm really glad that they have, they have done that. And and I know, like historically, we've seen some really nice conversions where people mm-hmm. have, you know, they've made their heads and things, you know, appropriate to their, their respective uh, demons and stuff. But it's really nice that they're doing that for you know people who maybe doesn't don't want to go to that degree or don't have that that level of competency. Uh, and they're nice as well. You know, they all look. Mm-hmm. They all look distinct, but they, they still fit the model. I think the weakest one, if I was going to pick one, is probably Zinch uh, right. of the of the four. 
I think you're not keen on the old birdie head. It's not that I'm not keen on it. It just doesn't seem to. It might be the photo as well, but yeah, but it doesn't blend into the body for me. Like yeah, it, it almost looks like a different model kind of in front of it. Uh, whereas the others, you know, they seem to really kind of bleed into the the mm-hmm. the, the model better. I don't yeah. know. I think I don't know if it's maybe just a bit too skinny or or, or what it is. I can see what you mean. Yeah. yeah, I see what you mean. Looking at it, but so. I do think the the others are stunning. Like I think yeah. all all the other three are really nice. Uh, and the regular one as well. And, like and the, the regular the one, yeah. Aligned one. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just talking about the. Uh, I'm just talking about shafts. <laughs> I'm just talking about the <laughs> uh, the the specific ones. Yeah, but no, I think it's a really nice model. Uh, mm. I'm I'm looking forward to. Seeing what people do with it, I'm slightly dreading what the price tag's going to be, but that's uh, that's just a cross we have to bear. Yeah, yeah, it's a uh, it's a luxury hobby. The, the good thing <laughs> is, a... I don't need to get one because I already have a, a Nurgle Demon yeah, Prince. There so... we go. But you might want one. I might want one. I probably won't. But <laughs> um, uh, it will be remiss of us to not mention Age of Sigmar as well. So there were not uh, as many reveals for age of sigma but there were some uh we've got a new battle tome coming out for skaven and they've got a new uh plastic kit coming out a uh death master which is a cool looking assassin mm. um it's a nice kit um I, it does have the so the, it, it he's a he's a, a skaven and he stood on like a sort of ruined archway and we, you, you mentioned that whole thing about someone, one of your pals' armies Wills. all being positioned on Will's army, all being st- like posed on top of rocks. So I do have that mental image of this guy like just dragging this archway across the battlefield, yep. so that he can pose really cool on he, it. But it he... does, <laughs> but it, it, it does look really neat. Yeah, um, no, it is I nice. think anyway. Um, Sylvaneth. Uh, getting a new battle tome as well, and uh, some new plastic kits, which. I think is overdue. Um, a lot of their stuff was still, um, gosh, because they were one of the early Age of Sigma stuff. So yeah, a lot of their kits will be knocking on a little bit now for Age of Sigma. Um, but we've, it's cool. We've got some like, what are these like dragonfly riders? Like, yeah, I don't, is, I don't love, neat. I don't love those. Uh, I, I like the the archers with the kind of uh, dragonfly wings, the, the gossamer yeah. wings. That's neat. They're cool. But then the dudes, the dudes riding on the the dragonfly type things look a bit avatar esque for me. You know, like, I mean, if there's a faction to do that sort of stuff with, it's Sylvaneth, yeah. right? Yeah. And then we're getting like some new uh, sort of uh, character model as well, uh, Lady of Vines, uh, which uh, looks neat. She is um, a big tree person. She looks like basically. a bitch to transport, is what she looks like. <laughs> so many breakages. Yep. <laughs> so many breakages. There should be certain models that just come with like transport warning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they have said that uh, uh, Cities of Sigma is going to get a new tome as well, but we don't have any models revealed yeah. just as yet. Yep. Uh, so that's all there is to say on that. And we've got um, a new uh, faction. Uh, these are the uh, Ogroid uh, Theridons. Um, are they a new faction or are they part of the Beasts of Chaos? 
the force Actually, of chaos have grabbed the bulls by the horns with these heavy hitting yeah. new ogroids. So I think they might be part yeah, of the be. existing. Yeah, must be part of the yeah, must be part of the existing range. Yeah, that's cool though. The, the, a nice update to the the minotaurs. I was gonna say they're, they're sort of minotaurs, aren't they? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Look, they're, they're nice though. They're really nice. I, I like that they've got a bit of a, a kind of uh, Greek sort of influence in their their yeah. shields and things as well. Uh, well, makes sense. Just, yeah, it? it's a nice way to kind of pay homage to their their roots, mm-hmm. which is good. And I think the last thing to talk about is we've got two uh, characters from Black Library uh, books as well that are coming to Age of Sigma. Well, ha- uh, there's... hang on a minute. You've oh. skipped over quite a prominent announcement here. Are we What's not going to talk about the Bjornings for Middle-Earth strategy? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I don't play the Middle-Earth strategy Oh, so because you game. don't play it, we don't talk about it. That's not very professional, Josh. Okay, right. So you tell me, <laughs> tell me about... Tell me about the burnings. I, I don't play it either. <laughs> no, I think they're... I, I, I will say, right, we don't really talk about Middle-earth stuff because we don't... Neither of us play it. But yeah. I did have a look at these and I actually think they're really nice. Uh, yeah. they're, they're really cool models and uh, I, I don't know how well represented they have been in, in Middle-earth so far. Uh, but it's nice to see them getting a bit of love. Uh, and it's nice to see new stuff I think these are new models. They're, they're certainly not models they are, I've yeah, seen they, before. They are. Yeah, it's nice to see new models coming out for for that game because I know some people. It's a weird one because some people see it as a bit of a dead game, but I know it's actually got quite a dedicated fan base. It's one of those ones that you know, it's like a, a there's a few people who really kind of like keep there's, that um, one alive. Yeah, one of the bigger YouTube like Warhammer YouTube channels. What he talks about mostly is actually the Middle Earth system yeah. and like make it, building these ridiculous terrain projects so he's, he's currently making like the a, a humongous battlefield or Minas Tirith so um yeah it's it's definitely still got a fault it's definitely not a dead game that's for sure it's it's uh, a weird one because I've I've spoke to a few of my my other hobbyist friends about it and and it, I think it's arguably one of the best games like how it yeah. plays that, that they do and, and it doesn't get quite as much recognition because it is you know it's it's an ip that that isn't really getting any new releases i know we've now got the amazon series coming out uh and stuff but you know mm-hmm. not in the same way as as 40k and, and age of sigma are getting kind of uh pushed uh by yeah. dw but um i i think it's it's they're really nice models it's really nice to see you know still getting supported it's funny when i worked in uh in the preston games workshop we had a, like, like literally just one sort of row for Lord of the Rings, and it never yeah. sold. Right, just sat there, never sold anything. But once a month, every two months, there was this one guy that would come in, and he basically clear the shelf. Yeah, and he nice. come in and he do the same thing. And I was like, "Is this all for you?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yes." Like I, I have like, and he showed me pictures, and he had like a room that was just ranks of armies, massive armies of Middle Earth stuff. And I was like, "Do you play the games?" Like, no. <laughs> some people like this is it some pe- people love lord of the rings and the hobbit yeah. and like i can totally imagine someone just wanting to collect the miniatures because they love that setting yeah um uh it's a game i've never tried and i i, I know which army i would want to be if i was to give it a go i'd want to be rohan for sure okay um but uh it's got some really really nice miniatures i very nearly i saw it second hand they had the original metal fellowship yep. uh, and I'm very nearly I was so close to picking it up and 
just because it'll be neat to have, I you have know, the, the Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah, I have, I have a massive army for, for Lord of yeah. the Rings. I have uh, Goblin Town and Moria Goblins. Right, nice. Uh, and I have a, so many of them. Like, I bought loads mm. and they, they, I won't get rid of them because I just love them. Like they're yeah. they're really good. For, they're great for running D D and stuff as well. If you need goblins, um, yes. But they're they're fantastic. And I've got like I've got all the different cave trolls that they brought out as well. I've got the Goblin mm-hmm. King, you know, like the full the full shebang. Uh, nice. No one ever plays it, but you know, it's going to be that like one day, <laughs> like you know, in the end one when, day. when the end times roll around, and I'll sort of stagger up to someone's smoky fire, and I'll be like, "Can I sit with you, friend?" And they'll be like, mm-hmm. "Yes." Do you have a <laughs> Lord of the Rings army, and I'm like, oh, I'd, uh, ah, my I've been carrying, been carrying this just <laughs> yeah. in case. I know it's been the the apocalypse and all, <laughs> but you know, I'm quite attached to this Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, it's game. been forty years. I knew this day would come, stranger. <laughs> would you also like a game of Dreadfleet <laughs> oh, while we're at it? <laughs> I've been carrying that as well. <laughs> ah. ah, I see you too are a man of culture. <laughs> Uh, right, that's Warhammer Fest. <laughs> there we go. Uh, look, guys, thank you very much for listening this week, and we will be back again next week. Uh, and until next time, take care. Bye. Bye.